There? Yeah, essentially, yeah. I mean, as close as you want. Right onto it? Yeah. Uh, that way it comes out nice and warm. Yeah. And, it, and it's not too much of this where it kind of catches the echo in the room. You want it right, right there. You know where I want it, big boy. Gross. Right. Cheers. Cheers to you. I got my logoed glass because you had your logoed glass. So there you go, man. Yeah, it's like never it. been washed ever. So cheers. <laughs> then you don't need mineral water. That's a display model right there. <laughs> Straight off the rack. Are we on? Are we doing? Is this part of it? This is on. This man. is it. Okay, we go good. Right into it. It's good to meet you. Yeah. Same. Well, you know, you say that. But I have met you in passing because I did try my hand at stand-up here. You did open mic. About two years ago. Oh, yeah. was two I nice? Now. Was I nice to you? It was, it was, you were very nice. Yes. Yeah, you're a great individual, man, which is oh, why I reached out. That's nice. Um, I try to be really nice. So uh, it's funny that you did stand-up here because we're an improv club. Normally, yes. uh, we added stand-up. Just, it's very fun. We had yeah. a lot of people that wanted to do it. And then so people are not used to like how nice we are because yeah. we do improv and it's very inclusive and team oriented. Super. And then like a stand-up comes in and we're like, <laughs> we want them to succeed and have fun and be comfortable. And then uh, it's just abnormal, you know? So it's a, you know, it's competitive. It's like it lone is. wolf mentality when you're doing stand-up versus yeah. improv where I would love to see you do well. Because then you can feed off of that. Yeah, I just feel like we build. all do well. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I can see that with, with, with stand-ups and not that I experienced that because I, I, I did it for, you know, a handful of months um, before the pandemic really kicked in. And um, I did kind of feel that because, you know, you come to an open mic and then you realize that 90% of the crowd is just waiting for their it's turn comics. Yeah. to go up. Yeah. Um, but you do have those people that really support, you know, and yeah. they're, they're laughing at, you know, yeah. everything that misses. And um, um, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but the host. Um, it, well, it changes every week. So okay. it, it well, could have been Ryan. Yeah, it, it was Ryan. Ryan. Okay. At the yeah. time. Yeah. 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 It was, it was him. And, and I remember he... One time I was like, you know, you know, lay it on me. He's like, hey, man. He's like, you're all set up. <laughs> like, you're like, all wait. set up, which is good. What a good problem to have. <laughs> it is. It is. So he's like, you, we got like, to punch up. And he was nice enough to, uh, you know, uh, be willing to e extend an olive branch and, and helping me out. But it makes sense that I'm all set up because this is kind of what I like to do. It's, yeah. it's really it's story based. Yeah. And uh, I guess I wasn't coming through with the with the funny lines, which I felt. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I don't know. That's I think it's that's the best problem to have yes. because you probably were. Uh, so we do it. We do a stand up class here too because there's an appetite to for people who do improv to try stand up. Yeah, and we love that, and it's a different muscle. And improv yeah. is very much about listening and being in the moment, and mm -hmm. you know, caring and, and just like I, I love your offer. And so yeah. when you get an improviser listening to stand up. It's like, oh, that's a fun. It's called, you know, it's called your premise, right? Yeah, your setup. Yeah. So if you're not going for a punchline, you know, it's a very, that's a very improv thing to do. Like, let's, let's play in this space. So to then have, you know, opportunity to have somebody like Ryan or, or standups help you yeah. write your joke part, mm -hmm. right? Because the hardest part for a lot of standups is that reveal, revealing uh, and being vulnerable, which yes. is your premise, your setup. Yeah. So if you're all set up, I don't know. I think. I think you're you're more than halfway there. I do think the setup is more than halfway there. So oh, that's encouraging because I've been thinking yeah. about jumping back in and and doing improv. I had a buddy that was doing improv up in Phoenix, and he gave me like some free passes um, to try it out. And I sat here because the open mic was right after the improv class. Oh, um, yeah. And so I, I would see you guys work, and I'm like, yeah, man, it's I weird. Be a part of that, it's definitely weird. Yeah, watching watching especially yeah, we would do it. Uh, that our that's our performance team, our like level two team. Yeah. They would perform right before the open mic. So again, their audience 
was guys are just waiting for their turn, you yeah. know, and they're like, just not that interested. This? Yeah. But you get somebody like you who really does care or, or is trying to cultivate the art or learn a skill. It's that's a better audience. That's a fun audience. That's a nurturing audience. So we do yeah. get people off the street though to watch, which is also very fun too. Yeah, so. I experienced that. You know, well, watching you guys, I didn't experience. I'm not the one on the stage, which is cool actually, because the stage was over there. It, it's been everywhere. <laughs> really? So this has been a lot. Yeah. So when we first opened, this is kind of a long room this way for anybody watching. Yeah. Um, our stage was back that way against that wall, and that was a uh -huh. green room behind the stage. So that was a, that was like a dressing room door. That doesn't work, right, for stand up or like just it, in it general. Was it just what it doesn't work for is the person in the back. So yes. you'd have a full house and they're like 25 rows back now. Yeah. So if you do the room this way, which first we, yeah, we did it that way. Cause this, again, this was a hallway yeah, yeah, to that's the bathroom. Right. So this was a hallway and we're in, you know, and that's where you hung the curtains using the, uh, the truss and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, then we moved the stage over there and we did just looping rows so that you're, mm -hmm. You're within four seats of the stage, which mm -hmm. for improv, any comedy, like if you're like, that's how the New York clubs are set up. Yeah, if exactly. you're close and intimate and all the comedies are right on top of you. Low ceiling. Low ceiling, the sound is in. Uh, it's just so much fun. And then we ended up breaking out this wall, putting a curtain up and we moved the stage one last time. Um, and then pre-pandemic, we, we, uh, we leased the space next door to be our new lobby because we were just growing like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so we actually did our open mic out there for a while. So technically that was another stage we had, but oh. then the pandemic hit and we couldn't get rid of that space fast enough. So oh, yeah. back to our roots, <laughs> back to our roots now. It was <laughs> we like, come back. we're growing. Oh no, this is terrible. Yeah, yeah was, that was huge when I saw that announced. I was like, yeah, heck, heck yeah, man. Yeah. Cause yeah. that was beautiful to see um, it, it grow because getting familiar with you know it, us in passing, but just in general, I actually know JC from my first job when I moved up here. We worked at a credit, uh, a car loan like credit, like um, what's the word I'm looking for? You call us like, hey, you're late on your payment. Oh, collections, collections. JC yeah. did collections. He did collections, <gasps> and you know what? Looking back, dude, he had the perfect impression of our Japanese. Uh -oh. uh, um, <laughs> supervisor okay and it would get him into so <laughs> much trouble yeah as it should as it should <laughs> just depending how it went yeah for yeah. sure who you just nah, a different guy different yeah. guy for sure for no sure. and, and uh, it makes sense that i would have i would have found him here as well I'm like, right oh, dude like long time to see yeah and, you know in, in passing again so that was awesome to see because i was freaking what 15 16 years ago almost. oh really something like that oh, that's a long time time okay. goes by Okay, good, man. What do you? Well, I don't know anything about you. Yeah. I should have done research. No, I agreed no. to this. You could be a terrible person. No. I don't know. <laughs> you're setting me up. I'm going to edit this later, <laughs> and you're going to look so bad. I'm like so bad. No, yeah, I, I do no editing. I mean, look at this intro. I didn't even say what podcast this yeah. is this one time. Or today, when it started. I officially, it could have been when I got water. I don't know. Yeah. Is this? Yeah. Yeah, today my guest is Dave Specht. Oh. He's the owner <laughs> of Improv Mania Comedy <laughs> Club. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> and then we did that. Okay, yeah, good. Sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, and my wife also owns it. She's fantastic, but she just hates this podcast stuff. And yeah, she oh. was here. Yeah, runs. She's the brains. Okay. For sure. And well, she's yeah, the, the funny one. She doesn't want to be in front of a mic. And and she's the funny one, though. Yeah, she really is. So, um, but yeah, she do, she's like, Dave, you get yourself into that. You say yes to stuff, so you do it. And I'm like, okay, I'll do the I'll do the stuff. So. Well, I will get her next. What's her name again? Colleen. Colleen. You won't. You Colleen. won't. You, I will. Get you will you. never. I'm going to pick that brain. Yeah. You won't. <laughs> It'll never happen. Um, I work at Guitar Center. 
been there for uh, 12 years so i'm a, I'm a part-time so maybe musician your logo looking like a guitar pick was, was um what would you say not freudian but it's like subconsciously yeah, yeah it for just sure that way I didn't, it wasn't meant to be a guitar pick that's awesome but also i play bass okay you don't use a pick i don't know i like the bass i like the bass a lot i uh i used to play well i play guitar just only a tiny little bit like mm -hmm. most people and I got an electric guitar as a gift, and I just really hated it because it's so little. It was uh, so little in my. I'm just. A, I'm a bigger guy, yeah. you know, just long, and it looked cartoonish like, on me. Yeah. So I love the idea of. I never played bass, but I'm like, I like the size of the bass guitar better. Yeah. Just a strange way to choose. Well, it, it can feel. I guess like a bigger or because it's a deeper instrument, you know, you can really feel the bass notes in your, in, you know, coming through you depending on what you play through, you know, yeah. subwoofers and amps. Whereas a guitar is all chimey, right? It's, it's all chimey. Yeah. yeah. It's all it sizzle. Can be much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's settled. The bass is settled like you, like your premises. Yeah. Your premise. Oh guy. yeah. It's oh, the backbone. Man. Boom. See, you're so, everything's kind of coming together. You're going to be back. You're going to be doing Dude, punch so lines. I got to tell you, and, and I've, you know, if anybody has, you know, listened to any of my other, uh, um, videos and podcasts where I've brought it up. But so the first night I decide to come down, I was thinking about it for like three weeks. Um, I should give stand up a shot. You know, I got some funny things. I think, all right, let's come up with the premise. I come up with this premise of course and it's so like to, I want to say basic but you know you might pick it apart but it was about this one time I hooked up with a cougar she was 20 22 years my elder okay and so I'm just gonna go there I'm gonna be raunchy I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that right so I come up and I was like oh, five minutes so I'll make seven minutes of material and just kind of work through it uh -huh. right? I get here and the list is already long so now I get to a point and um they're like, it's going to be three minutes. And I'm just like, oh, no. I have this grand story to tell. Oh, right? yeah. And so um, I'm like, all right, well, let's, all right, mental gymnastics. Let's just do this, you know, whatever. Like, you got this. Sit down. And then the room starts filling up. And I'm like, there's a lot of people here for this open mic. All cougars. And that, <laughs> a cougar there night? was actually yeah. a group of women. But that was because one of the classes was graduating that night. Oh, great. So there's tons of people there. And then I realized, oh, wait, they're all here to see, you know, certain people. And I'm like, man, there's a lot of, you know, women here. And I'm kind of raunchy with this. And I don't know, man, should I still do it? No, talk yourself, you know, up. All right, cool. Um, I guess the headliner, so the one that brought in the most people, she goes, kills it, does well, because you guys have a great course here. Kills it. And uh, the room clears out. So oh, right now, after. Right after. Yeah. Now, so it was more a showcase and then an open mic following, and they were like, yeah. not interested in waiting for 40 oh, of people. Of course. Yeah. No. And yeah. you know what? Um, he had to bring them in because uh, Tristan Bolin was actually next up. And yeah. they're like, you guys are missing out on yeah, yeah, a yeah. gem, dude. Like, Tristan's amazing. So they, they called a few people back in. They stayed. I'm like, okay, now you got people back. All right, cool. You're not going to do it in front of nobody, you know. And then that goes, and then the room clears out. And uh, poor bless his heart. Who, where is, I'm not sure if his photo's up here, but he, um, he, he kind of, drowns out the audience at that time i don't know how much better he's gotten but it was brutal to follow him and i ended up performing in front of like four or five people oh that time, you know because it was a long night yeah yeah you guys had a lot of people as in. you should but it was just crazy to like go okay i'm gonna do it 
oh my God, there's, uh, now I got to do five minutes of material in three minutes. Oh my God, there's so many people. Don't do it. Go ahead and leave. No, you got this. And then the room clears out. And then you're and doing what you should do. Oh, dude. Your first was, time should be, yeah. yeah, not in front of a bunch yeah. of people. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Ideally, yeah. I was jumping over stools. I was on my back. <laughs> wow. All right. I got video out there of it. You but, do? Uh, yeah. Oh man. It's uh, yeah, whatever. You've grown as an artist since then, probably. Maybe. Who knows? We don't know. Maybe the following will, uh, you know, this show. <laughs> they'll all come and see you now. Like try your stuff. Yeah. Do hopefully. You, do you stay in touch with her? Oh, no. <laughs> no? No? Oh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. That didn't yeah. go anywhere. Wow. No, no. Of course not. No. Oh, that's too bad. That's nice. Maybe what? I, I could have got more premises out of it. Yeah, you don't know. I. Yeah. Yeah. You maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> so what about you? What are you, uh, what are you like, real insecure about? Ooh. Well, I actually just made a post about this on my Instagram as far as like physical insecurities. Physical. So, yeah. Physical insecurities would be my vitiligo, my big ears, my big nose, you know. My chubbiness. Wow. Okay. Um, All physical. For uh, you. No biceps. No so biceps. that would be my physical. Attributes. This is your vanity. But okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah there you go. There yeah. You go. That's totally. No, you're, is, right? I feel like you're a good-looking guy. That's, yeah. Okay. The, I mean, the two of us. Where's your going, HR department? They're going which which one's insecure about his looks? So they'll go, oh, for sure, this guy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. That's why I got a peacock with this. this too freaking, much. Uh, I love this. This uh, these sushi socks from Fries. They match with well, my. Those are nice. Yeah. Save my. Say by the Bell T-shirt. Yeah. Okay. But uh, no, obviously, if you talk to my wife, I don't communicate enough, oh. and you know, maybe I am. I, I, I like to think that I, I, I can be vulnerable, but I think there's defense mechanisms that don't allow me oh, yeah. to actually feel like. For sure, there are. Yeah. You know, for the, for, you know, the the realness of it until like I'm alone, far away from somebody, and who knows. Yeah, you're guarded. I think we all are. To an extent, right? But you Survival. specifically, I mean, yeah. I would have to I, be. I can't acknowledge that I'm not. <laughs> We're leaning in on you. Not, not everyone. That's, What's behind that yeah, smile, yeah, Dave? exactly. You're smiling That's, in every photo. You don't cry in this podcast. We haven't done our job at the comedy club. That right. is true. We, we better. I've, I've, uh, I think I've cried maybe three times on this podcast. You have? Yeah. Wow. Um, I, well, my dad died right before I started it. Oh, that's terrible. Okay. Yeah, so talking about that. And, yeah. you know, we weren't close. So we had those moments there's, where it's there's like, there's a nice premise. That's a very good premise. Yeah. Stuff you didn't get to do with them that you wish you would have. That's huge <laughs> to talk about. about. Huge to talk about. Walking on him, having an affair. What are we yeah. talking about? I don't know. Just stuff you missed out on for sure. You feel like you missed stuff, right? <laughs> I had to have. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, okay. You so weren't close. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's great to touch on because it's super relatable. It is. Super right? relatable. Yeah. yeah. The absent father. Yeah. We're all assholes. Are you a father? I am, yeah. yeah. I'm very, like, over-involved, you know? Like, I, mm -hmm. I want to do the opposite. You know, I want that feedback to be, he was a little too around. Yeah. You know, I want that, dad. Yeah, I want that to be the complaint. Yeah. 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 My, 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 I'll tell my daughter, like, a million times a day. I'll say, I love you. I love you. Yeah. Daddy loves you. Yeah. And she'll go, I know, Dad. You told me a million times. I go, yeah. Good. I go, let that be your complaint. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm, I make sure to do that with my kids now. Like, uh, you know, my son is, is super, like, puts up his walls and puffs up oh how old but, is he uh five and a half about to be six. Oh, what he's yeah. puffing up yeah he puffs up and he's got to be the the hard ass and then you just go come here buddy give me a hug five-year-old hard ass i love you it's so foreign to me <laughs> i'm not alpha at all i'm just a not <laughs> uh, yeah i have a what wait, wait how many kids do you have two but two. my son's 11 but he doesn't puff up on me oh, he will he'll get no. like a little like if he's <clears throat> tired or hungry he'll he'll not be himself but need. no he doesn't puff up. No, I got a Latina wife. He's basically her without the years of, you know, being checked. 
you know, yeah. by, by life. <laughs> no idea what any of this means. All right. You don't know what a Latina woman is? I don't know if I'm allowed to comment. I don't know. I'm just trying to learn my role as a I gave you, for the next 45 minutes, you have a pass. Privileged Caucasian male. I don't know what I can... I don't think so. I think people have their experiences, you know. It's going to get to the point where you acknowledging your privilege is privilege. Ooh, is it? I think so, that's and a, that's unfortunate. It's a privilege to ignite. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny, though. We had a, we did have our uh, uh, level one imp- uh, uh, stand-up writing class last week, you yep. know, and this, this lady, uh, African-American woman, and mm-hmm. she talked about growing up in segregation and all the terrible things that she, like, we're talking about vulnerability and, you know, what she's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in- insecure about and all that stuff. And then, you know, she goes up and is just like, oh, my God. Like, Nothing that I, you know, yeah, ever has happened, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the next guy goes up. He's, a, you know, a white male. And he's like, uh, I got no problems at all. I'm a little chubby, but uh, you know, this is like, whoa, what a perspective. But, but my mind went to like, what if she talked about all the good things that segregation got her? Like okay. that would be a crazy premise, it, right? That would be it like, could. whoa, it could. But yeah, just the exercise of like where you want to start, you know, and where do you yeah. want to like who you are, digging deep and finding your voice, and uh, to start there, you go. Oh. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that there was a very small upside for some folks with that were in that situation you can't say that there's not it's the yin and the yang in evil there's a bit of good uh-huh, and sure. in good there's a bit of evil I'll i won't go ahead and, and get into what they were what i even think they were because i won't claim to know but i'm gonna say oh thought experiment i'll allow it that's out there this is you um <laughs> who's the, Who's your most savage stand-up out here that can dive into that? Maybe you should give her that premise. Like a very good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and then accept the, the slap. What's the good news of it? Yeah, yeah, And then uh, she was talking about, you know, uh, auditioning, and she didn't get a part as a, a zombie on The Walking Dead. So she's like, see, they're still segregating. I'm not even, you know? So there are, like, how far can you go with the, you know, with the pain? Just like, you know, stuff you didn't get to do with your dad, you know? Like, you didn't yes. even get to feel his disappointment. Like well, the rest of us. Yes. Yeah. But I can't judge him for that because um, my dad did come here illegally in like the late 70s uh-huh. um, or early 70s many times and was deported many times. When you go through something like that. For a better life. For, yes. Yeah. And I'm thankful. And, and he was naturalized. He did go through the routes. But like he he was 15 when he left his small village by himself. He was the youngest in his family to come create a bigger life and you couldn't have met a uh, uh, more of a workaholic than him which is why he was absent so you'd say he always was leaving yeah he was i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna go that far. if you want to how far <laughs> back had he left you know well he left his mom's uterus yeah how, how far he? yeah <laughs> without any, he left the hospital yeah without <laughs> checking out he left the 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 nothingness where we come from right? yeah he just yeah. Boop, i'm going Gone. You're not supposed. To, I'm going. You know, like how try and stop me. His and then they life. bring him back, and then he's like, "No, yeah, yeah, you're not due yet. We'll put you. Nah, I'm going. I'm crossing over." <laughs> Even when he was dying, they had him on three different blood pressure medications. He's like, "I'm trying to leave, guys." Oh, and and he says, "Yeah, yeah, you have three weeks to live." And he goes, ah, "I'll decide." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm leaving now. He's like, "See ya." And then they brought him back, and then, okay, see, that's no. a weird freaking promise. But how far you take it, yeah, that's where you can find. That's where you can find the humor, man. So you have to yeah. find humor, or else life is too hard, too fucked up. Yeah, can you be. have to. Can be. Again, I, I just I don't know. It's too good for me. So. 
What do you mean? What? No, it's not too no, good for you. No, it's not. I'm teased. I'm Dang just going no. with the idea that I don't. I don't have You're hardship. You're not allowed to. I don't have That's hardship. ridiculous. Man. But it is. Uh, it is fun to watch the difference of what people, you know, perceive their hardship to be. You know, like, yes. <gasps> oh, my Prius took a little longer yeah. to start today. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, these salmon socks barely match my silk shirt. <laughs> Whatever socks you have, you know, it's just how far your hardship goes. So, yeah. Well, it's, it's, I mean, it gets to the point where you get old enough where it's like, all right, you'll check yourself. But as a kid, you know, if the, the, the toughest part is, you know, that they're, that they're having what we would say are basic issues or non-issues or, Hey, somebody has it way harder than you. But at that point in time, you haven't experienced anything worse than that. So, so you don't know it's all relative. Yeah. It's all for sure. Pain is all relative and loss. Yeah. Hardship. Speaking of loss, though, let's flip that and gain. How did you come about owning this place? Thank you. I was just about to say, let's really sell some tickets here. Yes. Let's do, like, how do they come up with that magic? That they're, <laughs> After they wipe their tears. Oh, that, <laughs> I want to give that privileged guy more money. No. Uh, <laughs> but no, we, uh, so I, I met my wife doing improv. So we uh, were performing in the same troupe up in Scottsdale. And then we mm-hmm. met and we performed together a long time. And then, you know, we started dating, got married, did all that stuff. And then, um, we both lived in Chandler and we were just, you know, performing in Scottsdale and performing mm-hmm. in Phoenix. And then we, you know, there's just nothing. This is like almost 10 years ago in Chandler, like in the, I don't know, w- w- people watch this way in the future, but this is around 2012 ish, 2011, okay. Okay. 2010. There wasn't like anything going on really in downtown Chandler as far as entertainment. I mean, there were bars coming, yeah, but it had this kind of, um, you know, it, I guess young people weren't like going out, not even young, anybody. They were going other places. They'd go to, you know, everybody knows the Tempe Improv. That's where they would go, you know, and then they were coming to where we were performing up in Scottsdale, but there was just nothing. And we were like, gosh, people are driving here from Chandler. Like Mm -hmm. what if they stayed home in Chandler and we had a place. So we were just like in our minds going, we don't need a giant audience. Let's just do a thing at a little. So we partnered with an art gallery Uh and we started doing shows at it. So, people came and we we're like, Oh, that's so, so much fun. And then, and then we just really wanted our own space. You know, we wanted to teach yeah. and we wanted, you know, every now and then we get a corporate entertainment gig yeah, those or are fun. tons and, or, you know, we, I had done team building and I was loved doing, you know, I was a corporate trainer and I was in recruiting my career, you know, for the day job. And I just, I just saw so many applications in improv. So we, uh, we started putting lease applications in and telling people our business idea and business plan and stuff. And it's just like, what, you know, what is the show? And they're mm-hmm. like, well, we, it's improv. You make it up based on, they're like, what? You don't even yeah. know what it is. Yeah, yeah. You don't know your own, you know, and like nobody got it, you know? So, um, there was one meeting. It was funny where the guy was like, I guess, you know, in his head, he's like, oh, I guess it's puppets. You know, he just thought <laughs> we were doing puppet shit. I don't know what he, th- like, it's just like, what do you mean kids? It's so abstract you know? to and him. Yeah. So we do family friendly and we do unfiltered and we do shows for everybody. And then, uh, yeah. So we found, uh, we found this place. They took a chance and we, uh, you know, we did it and we were just going to be a, and we always, we had always done like family friendly shows. Mm-hmm. This is what we did. And that's all we were going to do. And then, you know, people started emailing us like, are you seriously not going to do like an adult show? And we were like, okay. So then we, yeah, the very first weekend we ended up having a Friday show at seven and nine and Saturday, seven and nine, like from day one, you know, sold out both nights. And we were like, oh, I guess that's what we do. Right. And then people go, do you teach classes? And we go, 
Okay. Yeah. So now we did, you know, so right away we had kids classes, teen classes, and then adult classes and just mm. full, 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 you know, um, the, the teens took a little bit to, to, to get that going, but just a couple months and then, yeah. And then it's, we just keep adding kind of offerings and we never ever did stand up for five plus years. And oh, then Ryan started doing stand up, um, after our shows. And then we started doing open mic and then now it's just this whole other thing that we do. Like we're an improv club, but stand-ups love the room because it's just so like it's a party in here during a show but traditionally has it always been separate like a stand-up and an improv club mm-hmm. they have huh interesting yeah there's not really a yeah so most stand-ups are just <clears throat> horrible at improv oh yeah that makes sense and it doesn't make it and it, it often if it's not you know, like I said, it's just a, it's a it's more of a me person. You know, I'm waiting on my point of view and da da da. Mm. But there's very oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. few crossover artists. I mean, there's some really good ones. Like my wife Colleen is just fantastic at it. Um, there's there's some great like a Savannah Hernandez or a Vikas Kumar or some some guys who've done really good improv. And then mm. man, they're very comfortable on stage and they get how to write from a point of view and they get how to tag a joke and they get how to put them together because. That's how an improv show goes. So once you do, I think if you do improv first, getting into stand-ups easier, but you try to get a stand-up yeah. person to like start listening to other people on stage mm-hmm. when they're used to like surviving and fighting and yeah, doing yeah. their own time. It, it's just hard under the lights to get them to like shift a little bit. Yeah. But going from improv to stand-up is just so much cleaner as far as the skill set. So yeah, cause I guess it lays down a, a better foundation. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I could see some people, you know, arguing otherwise, but it's it's a tougher it's just a tougher transition to go from oh. unless you're a really diligent writer and you understand how you're writing and why you're writing a certain way. If you don't understand that you're writing really a game and a premise and a tag, like if you don't understand that stuff, you know, it becomes hard to transition to improv when you go. I'm doing that with you. I'm helping you do that. Yeah, like I'm up here. I see your game, and I'm going to help you. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. as a teammate on stage. But it's just like when you were here for open mic, I'm here for me. Yeah. You know, when you saw that. Yeah. And I made, I made sure to like, if I saw somebody that had like, um, like a particular premise, I'd be like, Hey, you might not want this, but I was like, here's a tagline that mm-hmm. maybe you could throw in there. Yeah. And it's just like, Hey, use it as you wish, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a great premise. I think this is, this would be an added benefit. There you go. Yeah. Or you'll see it worded funny and they give up on it because yeah. it didn't hit and you go, oh, no, 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 no. You just said, you know, you said the word sooner than you should have. Or, you know, you made it about this, this little thing, but your previous joke God was about this, man. you know, and, um, but an improviser has just, it's just how the show is structured, you know, like mm-hmm. everything we improvise in an hour exists together. Right. So that's and very few standups think about that. You know, they think, oh, this is my dog joke. This is this is the jog, you know, the, the uh, you know, my perspective on earthquakes. This is da, 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 da. But very rarely do they like start intertwining, you know, and yeah. in an improv show you're creating. We always say just just pretend everything's in the same town. Right. Mm-hmm. So if there is, uh, you know, let's say there's, uh, you know, I don't know, a car accident on Third Street. Right. And then this person's, you know, running late for work. Well, maybe it's because of the car accident on Third Street from the, from the previous scene. And it's just, it's just in your world as opposed to like trying and fighting and thinking of it. Yeah. It's like already there. And then when you, when you start seeing that click for a stand-up comic in their set, it's just like, it's very fun to watch them go, oh my God, yeah. You see the good ones, yeah, like a callback. An hour later, they hit yeah. that thing that they told you at the beginning intentionally. And it's just fun to watch, so. 
Dude, um, timing. Timing is everything. I think with both, definitely for improv, obviously, you know, everybody knows stand-up. You got to let something breathe and, mm-hmm. and have that have that moment to really stick the landing on it. But with, with improv, like taking somebody fresh off the streets, like wh- how long does it normally take the average person to maybe grasp that sense of Oh, man. That's timing. a good question. Timing. Ugh. I mean, you've been teaching classes for a while, you right? You see, it, it's just everyone walks in a little different. Everyone walks in ready to learn or not ready to learn. So I think if you're ready to learn and you watch and you're a student yeah. of it, it goes a lot faster. I think your first year can be very successful, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of them that, that fizzle out by then because yeah. they don't, um, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's, it's the, it depends how hungry you are as a student. Yeah. I think if you're really willing to learn and you're again, vulnerable, but you'll see some, some guys come in and usually guys, usually dudes, usually <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah, phone calls sure. I get like, how can I, how can I headline? It's I'm like, funny. It's like, well, what, when my friends say I'm funny, I'm like, oh, guess what? White males. I'll tell you every time, it's every time, you know, it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, just take the time. But you'll see like, if they're not willing to learn and like, how come the audience hates me? And how come I, that joke doesn't hit. And it's like, it's, you know, they don't take time to like really cultivate and figure out their voice. So mm-hmm. I think if you if you do all that stuff, your first year can be very productive. But a lot of people, you know, three years in, they finally start getting comfortable. And that's where if if you do a little improv first, yeah, and you're and you again learn it as a student, you get on stage and you feel what being on stage feels like, and you feel what Flow. silence feels like, and you feel mm. just what movement on stage, and you feel what the lights feel mm. like. Like not every bit of silence needs to be filled with the funny sound at all or something at all let it breathe let it breathe let your premise sit there for a second let them you know point them in a direction and then you misdirect them you know Uh but if you're a student and you you really ought to watch as much as you perform and you're i think when you're a student i really believe that like watching film or come in come and see a show what worked what didn't work how come yeah let's start start figuring it out look at it yeah so comparing it to watching watching film Uh as a football player or a boxer or something like that like studying it even in class i think just because you're on stage like you can actually learn more not on stage than on stage like you get the feeling up here but it's so much easier to pick out we call it the game of the scene like when you're when you're in the audience yeah it's just easier to pick that out than when you're like in the moment you're just <laughs> you know most people are surviving so yeah but how long does it take it really it really depends like how hungry and how humble of a student you are okay, okay. so if you're a regular humble hungry student it, it can go rather quickly for people who love something there's a formula just like everything there's a formula to it yeah you know like there's some chefs that just they, they've got it but there's some chefs who learned it you know, I know some improvisers who are not funny people, but they understand the formula. Same oh, thing yeah, with stand-up. Yeah. You see it all the time. So, yeah, it just depends how humble and hungry you are as a student, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's the first question you dodged. People yeah. like definite answers. Oh, you answers. want an answer? People I, want I think definite answers. They, they want to know if they sign up for your class. <laughs> Fourth week, third day, third day in. So we've Nailed never it. had uh, we've no. never had a terrible showcase. That's the that's what I'll say too. Oh, like we've yeah. never had a terrible one. So you'll have a you'll have success on stage. Will you be a headliner? Nah, probably not. You know, in four weeks or however long it takes. But, but it's gonna, you're going to have a you'll be great way closer. Doing it. You'll be way closer, and you'll yeah. have a great time doing yeah. it. Yeah, and you'll make friends. And if you want to, you know, but everybody does it for different reasons too. Like you may right. take stand up class because you want to, or improv class because you just want to be comfortable in front of people. You might be a salesperson. You might be a, you know, one of those demo mm-hmm. people at Costco, mm-hmm. and you just want to know how to engage people. Yeah. Um, so it, everyone does it for different reasons too they're not all trying to be famous you know you Are don't you live pretty in good at reading people like as far as like 
I'm pretty good at reading people. Yeah. yeah. As far as like how to how to engage them. For like, sure. Okay. For sure. And, and you know, and some people they don't want to break through. I, yeah. I'll just say day one. You know, the the most the more uh, vulnerable you can be. Yes. The better you're going to be at this. And if you don't want to be vulnerable, you can't be. That's okay. But you're going to struggle, mm-hmm. and that's also okay. But you, I, I'll push you as far as you're you're willing. You're going to let me. Let us push you. Yeah. Um, and I'll you know we'll say where the weaknesses are where where we. Th- think your opportunities are yeah. you know as opposed to weaknesses so yeah. for sure well because i think uh, what's what makes it instantly funny um is that self-deprecating type of comedy like you're willing to make fun of yourself yourself and 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 really either point out your flaws like you were asking like you know yeah. what am i uh you know what am i self-conscious about and yeah and yeah like if you're like, able to attack that yeah. it allows you to relate to people better oh, for, for sure one, connect for one. right away yeah connect exactly. right away you're like oh you feel like that too <laughs> yeah. yeah everybody can either they i know that guy or that was my dad or i'm that guy or i married that guy or yeah. i dumped that guy or i'm trying to find that guy you know but everybody uh everybody you know if you're relatable like that for sure yeah yeah, yeah but yeah you know, as far as reading people it's just, it's just very very fun i mean it's especially with our audience we do a ton of crowd work here it's just Mm -hmm. unlike any it's unlike a lot of shows where uh, you know the improv improv shows really 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 engage the audience you know i've been at somewhere they'll go give me a give me a location and that's all you say right and that's it but this is like we're going to interview this couple and figure out how they met like you know what is going on with these two people and then we spotlight them on stage and it's almost like we draw you know you go to the park and there's that caricature Caricature, artist and you're like well how come my eyebrows are so bushy and like well they're a little bushy so i just made them bigger so you you take those things and you put them under a magnifying glass and it's it's so much fun to do (laughs) this is fun and they know (laughs) it i'm getting excited just yeah it's fun to highlight the, the the stuff they already said you know it's not us making it up it's it's us highlighting the things that you know that they came up with so yeah i think it's very fun yeah um i saw on a little bit of your bio that i saw that you did some time at second city true in chicago i did yeah what years oh i you know it's not as big as it seems so i did training there so i never did their main stage stuff i did uh i mean right before i moved so i moved here in 2001 so Mm. two between 2000 and 2001 i was in their their training program so ready to progress it's what i wanted to do and then i I just i got an opportunity with the job i had to to move out here so gotcha i loved it so like i wanted to do the late night writing like they have so many like fun fun things in chicago of things you can do in comedy Mm -hmm. and that was right after gosh i think conan I think Conan had just kind of become a name, like a very big name. Um, he, w- I think he got his show in 97-ish, something like that. And then people yeah. just didn't know him for a long time. And then 2000, 2001, it became like, oh, this new, like, yeah. dude that was is right around killing it. Where the, what, Triumph, the Insult Comic Dog yeah. on his show. Because I know he was showcased on the South Park movie, which would have been 97. Yeah. So yeah, sad. So for, for people that aren't familiar with Second City, like the big names that came out of there would be what? So Conan, I, mean, I didn't know Conan was there. But, um, it's just, um, I, I don't know that he came out of there, but it was, oh. uh, you know, um, either Second City or IO, Improv Olympic. I did both of those things. Oh, okay. So, you, you know, everybody who came out of, you know, you got Bill Murray, people, I mean, everybody knows that name. Cicely yeah. Strong, you know, recently, yeah. you know, Saturday Night Live. But, um, you know, you'll, you'll see all these people who either went through that one or Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. And right. you'll see all the all the comedy in it. Chris Farley. That was the thing that got me was like 
Chris Farley went to this school in Chicago, and I was in Chicago, and I was like, mm-hmm. what did he do? Yeah. That's a thing? Like, I didn't, I just, I, people have no, I just had no idea how you got on Right, Saturday you, think you always just get found, right? Yeah, you're, uh, how do they find you? Yeah. You're, you're like, funny with your friends, and your friend, no, you're just like, how does that happen? Hey, Hollywood, when listen you're a kid. <laughs> but now you, now you know, like, people know, you see the tapes, you see the audition tapes, but yeah, when you're yeah. in the 90s, you just, who <clears throat> knew? Nobody knew anything, right? Mm-hmm. But then you hear, you know, you say school, and you go, wow comedy school yeah what that. the hell is that <laughs> i go to comedy school you know so then you start learning like how you develop characters and point of view and you know you go oh this is crazy you know and we're making it up and yeah. it's just crazy and then you know there's courses where you write and you learn characters and you know the groundlings in la's you know crazy fun and good too or you know will ferrell came out of there and you know yeah. it's just uh yeah, when you hear you know, comedy school, I can, you know, and then you can learn it. And you go, oh, there's technique and there's a science and a formula. And you're not just, yeah, you're, you you may be born innately funny, but like, how, how do you do that? Because <clears throat> you'll see people there. I'm funny with my friend, but I suck on stage. Yeah, on this. You know, and you go, well, hang on. Like, think of one time you were funny with your friends. Like, what were you doing? And let's say you were, you know, you know, saying, you know, you've got terrible vision, right? So you know, you were giving your buddy a hard time about having terrible vision. You know, you might've said something like, Oh, your eyes are so bad. And the guy's like, yeah, that's why you're, that's why you're wearing that outfit. You know? And they're like, okay. So your premise is he has big, bad vision. Right. Yeah. So then you start all of you naming things that <laughs> become a problem for him with bad vision. Right. Yeah. So when you really break down being funny with your friends, it's the same. You have a premise and you all hit on it and together you're all laughing in the car yeah. about the same exact thing. But and also because you guys in. have history so you kind of know a background. So I guess the longer you do improv with somebody and kind of, I guess you're not make, really making fun of them. You're almost making fun of the character. Or it's whatever comes up. It doesn't have to be yeah, making fun of anybody, but it can just be something that comes up in the scene. But that's, you know, when you start saying, oh, I laugh with my friends so much. You're, you're actually playing you're, you're discovering a game and you're playing it yeah and and people never take the time to like dissect like you don't just yeah, start why. laughing in the car like what started it mm-hmm. and then what'd you all do oh we all then we all piled on that one weird thing right um and then then we couldn't stop laughing because <laughs> once we stopped laughing someone would name another one right and that's the same as tagging your jokes right and then yeah. it's just like the formula is right there in front of you Right, and they go. How come I can't do it on stage? Like you can, you can't start laughing in the car. You got to start by connecting with your scene partner and discovering something. Right, so that's the same thing with comedy writing. You have to get the audience there. They don't just start laughing. You got to slow. It's like making an omelet, man. You can't just set that bitch on high and then just crack an egg and. But where did that come from? Where was that? How'd you get to the kitchen? (laughs) Yeah, what time of day is it? Let's figure this all out. It's two thirty in the morning. It's not all magic. Yeah. Coming home hammered. Yeah, so that's a that's a fun thing too. I'm funny with my friends. You go okay, so you, you get the concept. It's just it's never been ever explained to you. Yeah, like, you've never taken the time to analyze or, or be introspective, and uh, that's where co- I guess a lot of comedy comes from. That being introspective and really like trying to dissect a scene, but the scene is like a part of your life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Recognizable, just like you were talking about. Like I know that guy. I know that. I know that situation. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Okay, that's funny and relatable. And, yeah. yeah. That can be. That and can how be can you make it, it relatable when you're on that side? How can you make it relatable to yeah. other people? Yeah. You ready? You ready to give another try? Are you going to do it again? 
More I think comedy? I want to. I think I do want to try some improv. Yeah. I actually, I bring up Second City because one of my workout buddies. I'm part of this free men's workout group that's nationwide. It's called F3, and uh, he actually did some time at Second City. Okay. Uh, Steve Carell. And Steve Carell. Colbert were his instructors. Really? And, yeah. And um, so he's 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 a funny individual in that sense. Um, and uh, his brother, to name drop, is is actually married to Stephanie Weir. Oh, from from, from uh, Weird Ass. Yeah, Weird, Weird Ass. Ass. Yeah, Dassey's. Stephanie Weir is Bob Dassey. They're married, yeah. Yeah, so his brother is Ed Dassey. Who okay. Here. Yeah, he's the one that got me into the workout group. How funny is that? So I'm thinking we need to set up an F3 group improv night and oh get my. all the workout guys out here. Get them here and we'll get that dude on stage. Give me tutus. Give me all that. Dude. Get him up there. Whoa. <laughs> well, I want to see all the guys that are just like too serious about themselves get up here and be silly. Yeah. Well, it's uh, lucky I knew Stephanie Weir, right? Because that's she's uh, that show hasn't been on forever. Yeah. She was at the Phoenix Improv Festival years and years and years and years ago with Bob <laughs> while she was on. I think she was on Mad TV at the time. Yeah, right. It would have been. I mean, I think she was there to what maybe mid to late two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they were out and they do a, you know Weir and Dassey. It's Weird yeah. Ass is the name <laughs> so of their group. So and I was I hosted the night that I I brought them on stage. Oh really? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. And then uh, I did a, I remember doing a workshop with uh, with Bob Dassey. Yeah. yeah. Super talented. Yeah. Super talented. Yeah. I met him once um, for Ed's fiftieth birthday, and uh, yeah, he seemed like a good dude. I yeah. Mean, Ed's a good dude. It's his brother. All right, hey, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you Ed, be, man. Right? We know Bob. Yeah. Huh. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. No, I, I definitely want to. Uh, I've been thinking about it again, um, giving it like another go. Yeah. You know? And not not to not to be anything or not to make it, but just to flex that muscle. Yeah. Yeah. It adds a lot to whatever you do. It oh. really does. Like becoming a better communicator, better yeah. eye contact, better listener, more mm -hmm. involved, more engaged, more present. Well, this is what I'm doing, man. I need to, to do all those things. That's what I liked when uh, you reached out to me because it's weird. I mean, nobody. I'm nobody, but I own a comedy <laughs> club. So people think, oh my God, you know, not oh my God, but they, yep. they, they think they want a part of it, right? And they don't mm -hmm. know what part they want of it. Mm -hmm. They want to perform. They want to da 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 da. And you just get the weirdest. I was telling you right before we started, like the phone calls I get are. Yeah just obnoxious yeah. some of them right it's yeah, like yeah. how do i perform and it's like what have you ever done and nothing you mm -hmm. know um mm -hmm. what the hell was i gonna say oh and then you said you want to do a podcast yeah. i was like ah i get a Rando. lot of i just get a lot of it yeah. right and i don't like a lot of i i, I don't listen i listen to conan o'brien's podcast i might listen Ooh. to like how i made this or i you know a little bit like while i'm working out but i don't listen to a lot of podcasts so i don't mm -hmm. <laughs> don't put a lot of value in them yes yeah, and then yeah. i said send me one and then you did, and I was like, oh my gosh, he like he does the real thing. Like it's not just your phone on the table. Oh yeah. Trying to be funny. That's the ones I don't like is you know, you're trying to be funny. Yeah. Cause I don't want to I don't really want to do a funny podcast. You know, yeah. I like to just talk. And then if you want to talk about what we like, that's cool. But you're it was just you were so interested. Yeah. As a as a podcast host. Yeah, in, thanks, man. Instead of trying to get your point of view out there. You were, yeah. you were so interested. So, well, it's, 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 I guess I'm, I'm listening, but like I said, like, that's like the, 
the selfish, not the selfishness, but like the, the self-fulfilling thing that I'm doing is I'm, it allows me to pick the brains of people that are, are doing things yeah. and that I could learn from. Yeah, it's so, smart. That's a smart way to do it. Again, I work at Guitar Center. I get this stuff pretty cheap. Oh, no so, way. Uh, let's do it. Like, That's a good mic, people. too. Nice little mic stand. Very good mic. Yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to reach out to you. We just we I'll produce a, a youth theater, too. I have a nonprofit. Yes. So Is yeah. that the... Chandler Youth Theater. Yeah, we had a uh, that was our weekly team meeting that you were here setting up during. Yeah, so some good things. Yeah, a lot going on. Here Tons some going good on. Good things. Just hired a new uh, a new director. Like it's really it's grown. It's we've way outgrown this space. So it's a good problem to have. But yeah, it's a nonprofit. Yeah. So F three, if you're looking to sponsor a nonprofit, F three, right? F three. It's an great. unofficial uh, unofficial official organization. Well, when you say you work out for free, I go, what does it? What does it mean? <laughs> it's it's literally free. It's just Are they like, luring like, you into something bigger? Uh, no, not really. No? I've been doing it for two, two and a half years now. The big ask is coming. Once you're right. in, yeah. Here. You owe us. Yeah, exactly. How long you been coming now? Come here. Come in the back room. <laughs> You're in. You're in the cult, man. It's uh, it's all outdoors. It's peer led. We start off our workouts because everybody takes turn leading it. And you say, "I'm not a professional. Go at your own pace." Oh wow, is needed. And um, yeah, it's it's a outside rain shine. So led by led by not an expert. Exactly. No wonder it's free. Exactly. <laughs> no one there even knows how it started. He was. <laughs> I don't know. He just started doing jumping jacks. We were here. We yeah, just jumped in. That's fun. What yeah. else? What else would you do? Not led by an expert. Um, this is your premise. I mean, shit. I had a. Well, I go to paint by no. I go to you know those art paint nights with the wine. Yeah. We don't know who's in charge. No, we, no. But so, so, so <laughs> hairs out here. Okay. <laughs> we all come out with handprints. I yeah, don't know exactly. That's, yeah, you're gonna be like a mechanic. You know, when you're done, just paint mm-hmm. all over you. Who knows? Maybe somebody would be like painting upside down or on their back. Yeah. You know, you, you don't know what kind of shit you'll we come all, across. Uh, we all tailor each other's clothes. None of us are good at it, but we owe each other. Yeah, you exactly. know, We take turns. Yeah. Yeah. We take turns. That's the, that's the big thing with it is everybody does take turns. So you do have like a taste of what everybody else comes like. Uh, you're pretty lanky. Are you a runner or anything like that? Is this me right now? Are yeah. you role playing at the park? Yeah. I I worked out this morning. I did an hour of uh, it, it's weird. I took a little break there, but I did. I worked out every day for about eighty five days, and Ooh. then I fell off the wagon because we just bought a building, and I've been stressed out of my mind. Anyway, but yes, I I do. I wouldn't say I'm a runner. Yeah, I I jog. I do a ten minute like jog warm up. Yeah, so I do that quite often, and then I did an hour of it was just the elliptical today. Uh huh. Just easy on the hips and knees, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm lanky that's something way i got in my mind is back to we were doing something and i'm like so serious with my thing that i'm just like yeah oh yeah asking me you're like wait hold up are we still messing I like up? i thought you were at the park going hey are you lanky and i was like is this me at the park do you want me to do the park guy <laughs> see that's why i need classes i, I, gotta, go, I gotta i go that. yeah i'm the park guy i'll do the thing the yeah all right so just jump in but i do uh i'll do i'll do pull-ups you know i, I can actually do a lot of uh um, for a tall skinny guy i can do a bunch of pull-ups so yeah. I, like, I like doing that those are so good for you. Very good. Yeah, good for the shoulders and all that. Yeah. Did you do rock climbing too? Like any of no. that? No. No? That seems pretty tough. It seems <clears throat> scary. That I have tried it and I, I wasn't the right. I, I don't know. You got to be like very, like it's almost, I feel like you need to be as light as you can be mm-hmm. for rock climbing. And it's yeah. a ton of, you know, you're up against the wall and it's a lot. It is a lot of this. A lot of hip action. And it's a lot of, yeah. Lot yeah, of you have to like be up. Yeah. Like you can't have your... No, you can't be. It's like right up on it. 
So I don't know. Just sniffing the wall. When I did try it, I wasn't at a, I wasn't in like great shape, you know, I'm yeah. in okay shape now, but yeah, it, it's like, you should be as light as you can be. It would make sense. Cause it's like going camp or hiking, right? Hiking. It's like all yeah. your weight. by and it's, it's, you're, it's, it's a vertical hike. Oh, it's not just at an incline. Vertical it's hike, a vertical hike led by no one. There's no expert at this gym. We take turns. <laughs> I think the harness is on, right? I don't know. Yeah, right. We take turns. I, who knows? I'll give you a lanky. Are you a lanky? Yeah. Yeah. You're a lanky. We'll figure it out at 1,200 feet. Then we did it. <laughs> we did it, man. But yeah, no, that's the thing about the group, though. It's like, so everybody takes turns. So you kind of know what to expect and you get a variety. Okay. Because uh, I like yoga. So I will do a lot of like yoga type stuff that the guys aren't normally doing because they're over there just doing push ups and squats, you know? And it's like, yo, let's get some stay limber yeah that's as as i as i age well not only that i had bad ankles so like going to uh, physical therapy i looked around and i'm like they're basically just having these people do yoga after they've got hurt yeah so why not do it beforehand do it before and prevent it and in well not to 100 percent, right but yeah. have a better chance yeah yeah, yeah. i'm just picturing you going home right now and your son puffing up on you i'm just concerned <laughs> he's about gonna you going home yeah yeah no no he, he he takes my lunch money every now and then. in your house he's the alpha male yeah unfortunately it only, it only took four years too that's your that's your whole premise right there yeah he runs <laughs> the show where do you been where do you think you're going yeah where do you think oh, you're going dad yeah. did you get your paycheck today yeah take yeah. me to the toys or no dinner <laughs> no tv no dinner no tv dad he calls Damn. you. He calls you by your name. Yeah, too. bring me a beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you call by my yeah. Name. yeah. Come here, Juan. Yeah, Juan. You're like, ah, oh, <laughs> got real serious. <laughs> yeah, he's in charge. Yeah. How many kids are there uh, that I have running around that I know of? Two, two. Yeah, two. Yeah. Now I'm I'm not your typical Mexican. I only have two kids. You're I'm saying waited. these things. I don't. I'm not going to participate in that. What does that mean? <laughs> I waited till my late twenties. Nice, kids. conscientious. <laughs> what do you mean, typical Mexican? <laughs> Sweetheart, uh, I'm, I'm a not human Catholic. being. Yeah. A hugger. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I'm not your typical guy. I'm no. into yoga. I have two kids. I was keto. <laughs> I'm not a typical either, I guess. I don't know. You were keto, you said? I was keto for you a while. You weren't? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was I was two hundred and fifty pounds at my biggest. Uh, right now I'm just under two hundred. Oh wow. Um I was always athletic, but married somebody that wasn't and who loved to cook. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. very easy. Heard to that one fall before. Right into it. Yeah. So obviously your wife don't like to cook, right? Yeah. No, she does. She's very healthy though. She's very healthy. She's she does run. She is a runner. Uh, yeah. she's a she runner. She ran today. No yeah. wonder she handles shit because as a runner, it's like, why am I doing this? But it's like one foot in front of the other. Yep. Just go. She's go, in great go. shape. Very good, you know, good with uh, I wasn't gonna comment on her physical, you know, stature, but since we're there. Well, are we? I don't know. Oh, I don't know if I opened that door. I well, was you, just saying you she's, said in, she's great in great shape. shape. Oh, that's all I said. <laughs> I didn't say comment on my wife. You what? <laughs> feel like now she's definitely not coming yeah, on. I feel like I know who you are now. You, I can read people. Well, I can no, read people. That's why I normally enough. I normally wear it like this. Okay, so that's why. Yeah. So today I'm, you know. I so you're buttoned up for me. Yeah. This is the uh, until you didn't. You told oh, me who you really shit. were. <laughs> Just told me. And I showed you the two hairs on my chest. <sighs> Usually not even like this. <laughs> I should tell you that. I'm like. I'm like falling apart like every freaking minute that goes by oh you're doing yeah. great what lies have i already told him they're stacking too high i've jenged myself into a lie stack you're doing awesome man. jenga yeah yeah i think it's been fun i'm glad we did it your setup is incredible yeah who, how many listeners are or where can they find this well it's um i posted to anchor fm which posts it to pretty much everything else. The iTunes. iTunes, okay. Spotify. Okay, good. Um, and then I'll edit the video and literally just 
compress the sound so it sounds nice and loud so people aren't like okay i'm doing it and 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 it sounds warm and then i'll edit the intro and the outro just to, so it's clean right right I mean, you saw our intro it's fucking just us shooting the shit i tell people i was like listen it's it's like me instead of me saying hey let's go to the bar or the coffee shop yeah and let me just talk to you i think the one i watched was at a bar it was yeah, wasn't yeah, it, yeah, it, it was. Was. i can't remember did he work at the bar yeah no so dave that was dave miranda uh-huh. he is uh he was a local mc rapper um, oh, okay. for a long time and now he hosts his own interview youtube show oh, uh, a lot cleaner way better production than this um a little bit uh, shorter because it's more of an interview thing um but i was like dude like let's talk to your super positive dude he's he's somebody that should get into like some sort of stand-up himself sure. i have so many friends like that and i'm oh, sure he, he does live people right he does performance too live well, performance he, he's great. already done that yeah. yeah yeah so i had him on um to promote a his show and um my buddy who owns golden margarita is nice enough to just say if i need a space to record or to do anything really right he's just like yeah just give me a heads up so you each have a podcast he has an interview show. Got it. Yeah. So you could have both used the exact same footage, but never said who was hosting. Yeah, except he's not asking That's what I'm gonna like do. interviewing questions. Oh, I see. Yeah. You definitely have he interviewed. Okay, yeah, that makes Cause sense. Because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a conversation. Right. You know, like... You, you know, guys did. Yeah, you just had a conversation. Yeah. You know, and my next question for you to bring it back to like an interview type stuff is like, I hear you have a new location in route. Yeah. That, hypothetic, hypothetically, that would be your next question. Yeah, it, it would. But, you know, we're kind of done here. So no, thanks. we're not. No, no we like, did. We bought a building. We bought a building. So this is this is the weirdest thing ever. So we yes. uh, so we expanded. Right. You expanded. And then, and then, then had the to. pandemic happened and we were mandated to close and we were closed for seven months which is impossible oh for literally a room that's just to get together and breathe and but laugh wait, in your realty right but wait there's more but you're a realty, I'm right? getting there Juan okay. jumping ahead all right okay. so um and then we uh let it breathe so we expanded right we added 1700 square feet we doubled our footprint Jesus. and then the pandemic happened and we were like oh my god so we I went into it like I'm a recruiter again by my what i was in my career yeah. so i was finding these businesses like please take over this corner location mm-hmm. take it over take it over so we found somebody they took it over and uh and then we were just surviving because we still weren't open yet right mm-hmm. and then even when we did open it was like i don't know a lot of the cast members have like family members at risk for sure we lost loved ones you know it's like mm-hmm. nobody wanted to be, come back when it was time yeah um and but stand-ups did so they all came back so we actually did stand-up and that's all we did for like six months because yeah, they were like i don't care yeah. yeah um but they yeah that was a good sport they were great sports we got some really good friends we got a great reputation in la and comics would come out and stuff but anyway yeah at night you know i was so worried about like where's the money going to come from right mm-hmm. so we're closed that's all, all i left my corporate job to, to run this place yeah and so um my buddy ryan who has been performing here has been a real estate agent for 15 years and he keep he always said dave join me join me oh, I, was like, I just didn't have the time i didn't have time i said yeah. i wouldn't I, I just don't have time to dedicate to it but guess what i had plenty of <laughs> during the pandemic yeah. so i would put the kids to bed and then i would go back down in my office and like go do real estate school online yeah. at nighttime. Mm-hmm. So I did that over the course of a uh, few months, however long that real estate school, it was actually a lot of work. It's, was there it's a like, time where you wanted to back out? It, there was definitely overwhelming nights, yeah. but um, I, ne- I had, had to you do had something. To, had yeah. And I've, I've always been, you know, I always have three things going normally, you know? Yeah. So I yeah. was like, ah, this, this, seems like i should have this thing going because I, I could marry it with 
the improv club you know i, I meet a lot of people every weekend yeah all we got to do is talk about real estate and like you you've, we've got organic friends and organic following and i figured it would be a, an easy marriage you know plus you can do you can do real estate kind of I hate to call it part-time. It's not part-time. It's just different time, right? Yeah. So you, you could work with a client, but they're only looking at houses three or four times a week or whatever, mm -hmm. but it's, you know. Mm -hmm. So I did, uh, I did real estate school, passed the test, took two tries. I missed it by, I think, gosh, three questions the first time. Like, it's heartbreaking how close they tell you you were, and I'm like, geez, yeah. this is... Just say no. If I just would have learned more about how many square feet were in an acre or how they split up parcels, like... <laughs> I would have crushed this thing, but which now that I know, super like that's the main question they ask you. Right? Oh, it's when so much. There's a lot of math, which I, I'm very good at. Like, it, it's all kind of basic math. Complicated basic math is basically what it is. Like, yeah. how much money you end up taking at closing. But if yeah. you know all the stuff, you can do it. So I did. That was fine. And then I learned all the crap about parcels. And then I took it the second time. I was like, okay, boom. Um, and then uh, yeah, we partnered up. So um, through the first day, we I announced I had my license. I got a a buddy saying, I want to buy some land. I'm going to do a land deal. And I was like, holy mm -hmm. shit. Like Damn. the first day out of the gate, I'm this doing, a, I'm doing a land deal. Right. And then we just, boom, we were busy as could be. Yeah. So we went from like wondering where the next meal was going to come from. Every show during the pandemic was a fundraiser online. You know, it was like, you know, we'd make videos and we'd record things in our own homes over zoom, edit them together. I mean, we'd put so much work into these online shows and we turned them all into fundraisers and we had, you know, fantastic sponsors who would like sponsor shows to keep us in business, you know, because nice. we were paying for a space next door that we weren't, you know, like we, yeah. we doubled our footprint. It was just a nightmare. Um, but we had um, like Lotus Restoration, good buddies over there. We had uh, Rocha Corp. We had, um, you know, Concept to Completion, all these local um, businesses, businesses who yeah. wanted to just who are, you know, maintaining their thing. Yeah. Um, so it, real estate went crazy. And then uh, this bid happened on this historic building in downtown Chandler. And it basically, it was two parts. One, they wanted a compelling business to go in there. Mm -hmm. So they wanted something that would bring something yeah. different, not just a bar, not just whatever is mm -hmm. already down here. Mm -hmm. And then the other was, you know, an offer, you know, so, you know, I'd been doing real estate. I put a really fun, like, you know, malleable offer together and we put a really compelling business plan and a reason they should pick us together. And they ended up choosing us. And so we're renovating a historic building right now that we not a year from now or a year ago, never would have been able to, yeah, to have, Dang. like, it's just the timing worked out almost perfect. You know, people yeah. are like, how can you know, not many, but one, you know, you almost went out of business and now you bought a building. Like what, what, at? it's like, n like nobody knows the, the struggle of, yeah, dude, I went course. to real estate school and we've been working our tails off and we had to, I mean, we had a, our youth theater survive, you know, because these, you know, Maya and Audrey crushed it. They wouldn't quit. You know, they wouldn't give Good. up. They, they had the kids come in and record their parts on a green screen and then they edited movies together no way so we didn't even have a live performance for a year but these guys would do it and we'd do a live premiere and we'd make it a fundraiser again you know yeah, and we'd yeah. show their movie on facebook live and youtube um, we'd run out uh, alamo draft house and we put them on the big screen so mm -hmm. everybody innovated you know and it was it, it forced you it forced people to become innovative yeah really, really buckle down and and get creative yeah it sure did it. and we did it and we reinvented and and now you know we've got all these buddies from stand-up that we never really had and people from los angeles drive here because it's such a fun room you know mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and the word gets out that 
this club's doing stand up after their yeah. shows and it's a fun crazy because our improv shows are freaking crazy yeah and it's not a normal stand-up room where it's one guy tells jokes leaves one guy tells jokes leaves you know it's a crazy interactive improv show followed by a special guest from los angeles doing stand-up boom oh you know yeah. it's just a very fun mm -hmm. environment so which you know it's it's just been awesome do you have a soft date selected uh it's all based on uh so a week ago Tuesday, we submitted our drawings to the engineers. Oh, so our, our architect, which now I have an architect, Ooh, um, cool. submitted to engineers. And this then, is when you break out the whiskey and cigar. Yeah, you yeah. go, oh, it's, it's fun to learn. You know, it seems overwhelming, but it's like we've done so many overwhelming things that this is the next overwhelming thing. Yeah. Um, so the architects have the drawings. Uh, architects send them to engineers. Engineers take six to eight weeks. Then it goes to the city. City approves. Then construction. So it could oh, be. damn. Okay six months three months somewhere in there i think i think if we're done and open but in in you know january that'd be it's my birthday that'd be great do it yeah that's what we should do yeah. you should have your birthday bash that, that should be it yeah and there's just settled we don't know i don't know what i don't know so hopefully everything goes smoothly so far yeah. it's been smooth so fingers crossed but it's going to be amazing we'll own the building like forever it'll be our legacy oh, and dude. we rent this you know and it's just feels more like forever yeah and ownership and it's just like the, the the team's all very excited we can't wait to get in there you know and start performing at a place that we yeah we can make changes to because we own it rather it's completely than yours, yeah. here it's just like i don't want to put money into a place that is some other person's you know yeah so some other not nest egg or what yeah they're somebody else's so it'll be ours and it'll be very fun so we'll have awesome. a lot of fun what's, stuff what's going capacity going to be there well, probably a hundred ish, maybe a little bit more. And then we, we will have a back patio of a thousand square feet. So we'll be able to have outdoor, you Dang. know, offerings as well. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Yeah. The whole thing's going to be killer. It'll nice. be killer. Yeah. Nice, intimate, but, but it'll feel just, it'll ooze comedy. Yeah. It's got exposed. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a hundred and I think it's 105 year old brick that we've exposed and the tin ceilings from 1906 what? or whatever, you know, are exposed and yeah. it's just, it's absolutely killer. It's That's killer. Nice. It's going to ooze like old-timey comedy club. Yeah, I'll definitely keep an eye out there. I want to be there for the grand opening. Yeah, it'll be awesome. That's going to be so cool. Are, you, be are you planning to, to do like events every night at that point? Yeah, we'll have, uh, we're, we're baking out what the schedule will look like right now. We do classes Monday and Tuesdays, but um, we'll, we'll have something going on Wednesday night yeah, through that makes at sense. least Yeah, with the, with the classes and the youth and uh uh, courses and just the theater like yeah you guys have no problem yeah there's something every night you know we'll leave the youth theater over here for a little while they'll have their own space so they'll be able oh, to do cool. more yeah with us out of their hair which mm -hmm. will be just really good for them so you have an overlap with the uh, the contract on this one the lease yeah there's gonna be about three more years left on this lease so oh, it'll, yeah, give, man. it'll give the youth theater some time to, to grow and, and you know yeah do things they haven't done yet because we take over on Thursday nights and Friday nights and Saturday nights, but they'll be able to have youth offerings, which is just awesome. Nice. I mean, if it really, um, not if, but I, I have a feeling it will like really take off. Are you, I know it's way down the road, but like thoughts of like opening up different improv mania locations. Maybe it's, it's very, uh, it, our brand is so unique. Like it's got to take that just for me, like mm -hmm. our product is very, it's just our comedy shows just aren't, they're just, unlike most i know everybody says that but they yeah. really are they're very interactive they're very um 
everyone's a part of the show. Like it's, I call it dangerous. Like if you're sitting in the room, there's a chance <laughs> you're going to be a part of the show. Yeah. Right. So, and that's not true any show you've ever seen right um so there will be like i said you go to an improv show and they'll say yeah you know name a breakfast cereal and they'll go lucky charm yeah scenes about lucky charm but they don't bring you on stage and make this whole big you know presentation about you or sing about you or Mm -hmm. um so that brand's very special so will we have more i don't know i'm not sure it'd be fun but it again just the the idea that makes me exhausted <laughs> but yeah. it has like why can't we just do well, ice cream we're just an ice cream store thing. you know another impossible exactly. thing like you said it's the next impossible thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe yeah maybe uh, uh, you know i don't know yeah scottsdale or la jolla who knows Ooh. who knows yeah It'd be very fun that'd be super fun yeah so what do you what do you do to unwind though because it's hard. Yeah. I try to, um, that's a really good question. Cause I do, like I said, we run the youth theater. We run improv, maybe yeah. the comedy go, go, club. Go. We're always doing real estate. Um, but I just, and I really try to, when I'm home, I really, really try. Hopefully the kids listen to this someday and realize how hard we try yeah. is to really just be present when we're present. Yeah. That's Instead so of, hard. And it's very hard because we'll go, <gasps> you know, we'll get a call about a, you know, a team building or a schedule overlap or a, a thing, you know, and it's, we try to keep the, <gasps> you know, yeah. away from the kids. We really do try. It does bleed in a little bit, but, For sure. um, but we try to just be very present when we're present. And then same thing on vacations. If we take vacation, we try to just not have anything scheduled. No call is going to change yeah, the world, yeah. you know, no, no phone call changes the world. So, you know, we try to keep that if we're at a hotel you know i'd leave my phone in the hotel like during mm-hmm. the day if we go to you know amusement park or whatever i'll just yeah go eh, what's up? what am i gonna miss yeah exactly. i'm already with anybody who i would care about who you know matters so, in this moment yeah, yeah. so who we'll matters to it yeah so that's that's how i we try to unwind that way and then i just try to regularly just get to the gym because that's just like it helps you stay physically healthy makes me mentally healthy i get a chance to think and unwind and mm-hmm. feel good and it's better for the kids, better for, you know, my wife and yeah. it's just better. So those little like trying to just stay focused and, and yeah, compartmentalizing and being present, I think. Yeah, that's the hardest thing. Like I said, I'm into yoga. So meditation is something that I have done before and it's definitely slipped. But yeah, trying to be present in the moment is, is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. Um, you know, when we got this thing in our pocket that's just calling at us. Yeah. You know, Don't and, you feel sick? Like you look at it too much and you feel sick. Yeah. Like, what am I even like, doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Like I, I try not to open And then you lie apps. to yourself, right? Because yeah. it's like, well, I'm working business, yeah. right? I'm or or you go, what, how hot's it going to be tomorrow? What, you know, when you're putting the kids clothes out and you're like, what was I doing? You know, yeah. I got sucked into like my alerts and then you go, what am I checking? Yeah. I don't even remember. And you, you, yeah, you forget. So, so, um, what were you like as a kid, man? I was, I didn't do any acting. I didn't do any, uh, I didn't do any theater in high school. Really? I didn't do any acting at all till. When yeah, did it call to you? 25. I, that's when I joined, uh, I heard Chris Farley did class at second city. Uh, I go, what? Yeah. I want to do maybe earlier than that. 20, yeah. 23, four, something like that. Uh-huh. Maybe 25, something early twenties is when I started doing, I was always, um, I guess funny with my friends, you know, they, yeah, they yeah, would yeah. say, you know, how come you don't, you know, it's, you know, how come you don't do comedy? Mm-hmm. Why don't you mm-hmm. do? And I just, in front of a crowd, I was always very, I wasn't that guy. I was very yeah. shy and yeah. wasn't my thing. And then slowly I was like, I do have a knack. Like I get it. Everything that the curriculum was teaching me, like I got it, you know, I got it and could apply it. And I go, I think I got a thing. I think I like this mm-hmm. first of all. And I think I'm good at it. You know, yeah. I think so. And then, you know, 
um, when I announced I was moving, it was just, it was very, it was almost like an intervention with my class there. Oh. It was very fun where they were like, are you sure? You know, are you sure this is what you want to do? And I still get messages like, I remember that day you guys moved and, um, you know, it, it's, it's not, it's not conceited like it sounds. It's like they, they really, uh, my class stayed friends, you know, yeah. even before Facebook, you know, we were all, this is, you know, 2000, uh, you know, before yeah. we would all just stay in touch and, you know, keep in touch with what everybody's doing. And then when, uh, you know, we hit the ground out here and, you know, started doing improv and creating improv, they were like, oh, thank goodness, like you didn't leave okay. this, you know? Uh, so they were scared of you leaving the, leaving the, not just leaving them or the, you know, the city. Right? Yeah, but not but doing leaving. it, like yeah. leaving the art and not, do, not doing it anymore. Cause you know, when you see somebody, you know, not like they should be doing this, but like, you could if you wanted to, you know yeah. that, right? Like you could do that. Um, it's, yeah, it's a, it's it's very nice, and some have come out. My old teachers come out, and you know, yeah. seen the place. And my my high school drama teacher came out. <laughs> I never did drama, right? I never did it. And she was just like, "Where the heck were you in high school?" And I was really, like, I just wasn't. I wasn't this guy. So just, how did she find out you were doing it? My she worked at my mom worked at the school too, oh, and they were buddies. Okay. So yeah. they came out. And, uh, she visited my mom and they came to a show and she just was like what unrecognizable you know from from high school we're oh, just shy and introverted and you know just with the friends funny yeah. but uh yeah. i had um I, I did the open mic at devil's advocate um and my i've been really close with one of my high school teachers he was a great dude lead student council na- uh for statewide mm-hmm. so very out like this you know outward in high school that. you see that and you go wow yeah. Yeah, couldn't so, do that. I know Dude, he's like in his late sixties and just has the energy of of more energy than me yeah. for that. And um, he is married to my kindergarten teacher. Okay, they were both up watching my stand up oh, at Devil's Advocate wow. on Monday, which is wild, you know. Um, so that was definitely a, a cool feeling. Yeah, and she's have. like, wait, he's into cougars? Hang <laughs> on, hold on. <laughs> At that time, I was talking about like <laughs> Amazon interdimensional shipping and like just stupid stuff. Yeah, <laughs> important to you, though. Basically, my marriage was being put to, kept together by an Amazon Prime account that was under my name, like that shit. Oh, like, that's good. Yeah, so yeah. She, uh, she definitely complimented me on my uh, premise, lack of punchlines, of course. As, as, uh, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, she was just talking about the premise. But yeah. How fun is that? Dude? Um, How fun is that? That was so I, I definitely relate to the having the teacher in the audience. Yeah, uh, mine was stand up. Yours is improv. Yeah, so it's way more. I th- not that you have to be more vulnerable, but I think you, you might have to be. Yeah. for for improv because you're 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 relying on somebody else. Yeah, it's, I think you're in tune. Marriage. I also host the shows too, so I'm I'm like the host of it, and, That's and right. she just was just like what oh who is this kid you know like you know so i mean what was your trajectory as a kid then what were you planning as much as one can plan at that age i would have said lawyer i had an uncle who was a lawyer i thought it sounded cool so i thought uh, you know i was okay in school but i yeah and then you just struggle when you get into it like an office job you just if if you don't have the heart for it you know so i always Mm. would go gosh look at everyone i mean i was always that guy i would go into an office god do they even know? Does anyone feel like this too? Because <laughs> I promise somebody listening will be like, yeah. ah. And you just put, shove it. Yeah, you shove it away. You go, this is what I have to do. I have to do this? Like eight to five, literally? Oof. Does anyone? Guys, why are we wearing nice shirts? We're on the phone. Like, what are we doing? You but know? it's lawyers, right? I picture lawyers being kind of 
savage. Oh, I wasn't sense. a lawyer. I wasn't a lawyer. I ended up going into finance. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, other yeah. kind of other boring, like worse. You know, yeah. didn't follow anything. Just did business school, and I was like, what am I even doing? Well, you this know? is what you're supposed to do, right? This Oof. is society's made for this, and we're mm. supposed to push these numbers. And yeah, barf, barf, barf. Both my parents, you know, did their job forever and had pensions. But I was thinking about today at the gym when I had a clear head. They both were raised on farms. So they both kind of rebelled against what they were raised in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they got, goes. they got off that. My dad got a government job. My mom was a teacher. And they got the nice steady thing, you know? And who knows if that's because stuff was unst- I don't know. Unpredictability of relying on Mother Nature yeah. and the earth to yeah. provide for you. Yeah. Do it yeah. yourself. And then I thought, well, maybe I am following in their footsteps by not following in their footsteps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? You say Go, that? Did yeah. you hear that, Dad? Yeah. Click. Yeah, Dad. No. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he was like, yeah, this is a nice... I mean, he did the nice steady, you know, steady yeah. job that provided and had dental and all that stuff, you know? And I just... I, oh, I'd go into an office and I just... I did it, you know, forever, what it seems like. I did an office job probably almost almost 20 years, you know? Whoa. And uh, the whole time, I was just going, God, why? Why do we do this? Why do we drive here? You know? And I was a recruiter, so I go to other people's offices, you know? So oh, I was recruiting for them. And yeah. I, I just was like, gosh, they do the same thing. They all drive here. And then these people all drive here. I go, what's different? Just the name on the building? You know? And I was like, what difference does it make? Which office you drive to? Ooh. Did it feel weird recruiting people into a workspace that you were like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. I would even leave it. I go, uh, you know, if you're with a business partner or whatever, you go, oh, I can't imagine going in there. What? What's wrong with that place? <laughs> I go, oh, just could you imagine every day that feels normal to you? And then we go back to our office where yeah. it felt normal to them or whatever. Oh, and I yeah, go, oh, yeah. this is also awful. You know, yeah. it just didn't seem right. You know, Freaking, so, it's falling. The wallpaper, the pretty wallpaper is falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. It's all crumbling. It's all crumble. It's all crumble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dude. so but most people do it, and uh, you know, or yeah. they don't have the means to get out of it. And forever, I didn't yeah. have the means to get out of it. You know, we yeah. did. You know, when you can make just enough to like pay your mortgage with your little comedy thing, you know what I mean? And that's kind of what what it was leading up to the pandemic. And you know, you're like, oh, we'll make the leap, we'll make the leap, and I'm not going into that office anymore. And mm-hmm. then you do it, mm-hmm. and then the world falls apart. You know, and then you got to do, then you got to do real estate and then you got to do, you know, figure the next thing out. You got to do online shows. Yeah. So. But I mean, real estate, it seems like a, like a, a cool endeavor because like you said, it opens you up to tons of people you wouldn't otherwise talk, talk to. Yep. It's, there's different avenues there. The, the, the time schedule, it's not part-time, but it is kind of part-time because of the hour, the way, what we think yeah. is a work, you should be working eight to 10 hours a day or else you're, you don't have a real job. Yeah. And it's like, what kind of mentality yeah. is that? Yeah. Even at the, even at the office job, I had a buddy and we'd go, gosh, we, we only make really, you're supposed to make a hundred calls a day. It's like, ah, we would make five because <laughs> you knew which clients would buy from you. Oh yeah. So yeah. we would just call those ones and then, you know, you could spend all this time, all this time. It's busy all work. And you're filling it in with, with yeah. nonsense where you could actually be a productive member of a society yeah. and of your family elsewhere by spending more time with them. Yeah. Or you yeah. could, you could make those hundred calls and be an A student or you could do, you could do effortlessly mediocre work and be B plus. And I was like, dude, I'll do effortlessly mediocre work and be B plus. Yeah rather than killing myself and it's yeah yeah and for what right for yeah. some guarantee that you can enjoy your life for Somebody like the else. last seven to 12 years yeah. if you don't have a medical issue <laughs> come on <laughs> that's retirement seven to ten that's all you get that's all you get and then put you down uh well i'm out of water man you gotta do it um, again we'll have to do part two we will man i'd love to um 
maybe to promote the new location or at the new location yeah. or shoot, man, at this point I, I'd be looking for people to have on. So anybody, yeah. um, We've got yeah, people that want to do a podcast on the patio and we get the new patio. Yeah, I'd totally be down. Be killer. To help out with that in any way I can. Do a podcast. Yeah, I love it. On the patio. Podcast on the patio. Mm. P-O-P? Podcast. That's right. Yeah. Do it. Oh, you just did the sound effects. We're going to edit that. Are you? Out? No, no, no. Edit in? Edit. Edit. edit, 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 edit. Oh, I'm going to go. I learned this one, uh, I don't remember where I saw it, but somebody poured water, you know, and they made the sound effect. They go, whoa. And it sounds like water, you know. Go, <laughs> they go, oh my bottom. gosh, that yeah. sounds just like right. water. How the, did they the, do that? Our part two of our podcast, <laughs> the next time we do it will be the vast library of your sound effects. Oh, I think that's it. I think that's the one. Though. Just, <laughs> I just love that one. And then I saw, Ke- I actually saw Keegan-Michael Key. I think he, I don't know if he's with Stephanie Weir, but he did, uh, the guy's just, uh, He's insane amount of energy when he improvises. And he did this thing where he pulled out a whiteboard and he goes, <laughs> and he like Nuts. wrote on the whiteboard. And I go, ah, I, I'm just always, I was always anti doing your own sound effects. Yeah, and I yeah, go, yeah. gosh, sparingly, I could see sparingly. the benefit of that. Yeah. It's like, it's like a comic that always says fuck, right? Or something yeah, like that. It's like very sparingly. No, use it. Yeah in the right placement just once and then it's um, powerful or so someone newbies will take a bite of an apple and they always go <laughs> can you go don't please don't you don't have to no don't you <laughs> you don't need to do an apple sound yeah never Ever. again yeah i'm not a big yeah i'm not a big fan of them on stage but every now and then you, you know you do one in the microphone or whatever it's fun but yeah sparingly sparingly use it like a, a, a genie wish you only get three. Oh, okay. there you go there you go yeah and I the last one you gotta you gotta set them free so really two that's right yeah and you can never use that sound effect again yeah gone until people start paying out the ass to hear it to then, hear it then, then you can do pay it. me yeah, yeah pay me um so okay where can people follow you if they want to book a class a session anything like that oh yeah i should have hit that way harder earlier you're right well it'll be you send me all the links it'll be in the the description it'll all be there yeah website is improvmania.net there's Mm -hmm. uh classes shows workshops and uh we i guess that's it those are the three big as the buckets that we put everything into yeah. so with the corporate training we call it, you know that's the workshops and then okay. we have private rentals we do, we're going to get that a lot more at the new space but we do book a lot of private rentals too but uh yeah improvmania.net and then improvmania comedy on like facebook instagram i think it's improvmania on twitter although i don't like twitter for business i don't like it but it's so, weird it, it definitely business. is weird yeah um and then uh what what uh, what shows upcoming shows are you trying to promote right we're now? pretty excited about uh let's see we've got our nine o'clock improv unfiltered show we have always have a stand-up comedy guest we have family friendly shows saturdays at seven and the big uh big show we have coming up september 17th and 18th we have jamie kennedy coming yeah, out from uh from los angeles i opened for him a while back at a different venue and i was like you should come you should come to our club. And he was like, yeah. do it. Let's book it. And then we booked it. So yeah, fun guy. It'll be fun to have him here in Chandler. Um, but yeah, yeah Jamie Kennedy good. will be here. And then we've got a couple other, hopefully a couple other names people recognize coming out. But okay. even when it's not a famous person, the show's like a crazy, crazy ass fun time. Yeah. So yeah. Perfect, man. Yeah, man. Dave, it was a pleasure. You too. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, I need you to do your magic on your wife and have her come on because yeah she's the she's the, she's the funny one for sure all right for beautiful sure. all right. guys thanks for tuning in for this one time please get out and uh, catch a show at improv mania and book them book them all right adios i right, love you man bye love you too yeah. oh.